Behind every success story, there is a long line of triumphs and defeats that remain hidden from others. These stories get condensed into journeys that minimize the struggle and wrap up with a happy ending. But we know that's not how life works. That's where From the Ashes with Mark Azoulay comes in. On today's show, you'll hear honest conversations about the challenges that Mark's guest faced and how they overcame adversity. Now, here is your host, Mark Azoulay. Welcome back to the show. I'm sitting here with Susan Bratton. She's a trusted intimacy expert to millions. And your episode is one of our top 10 episodes. Um, you were back on the show earlier this year on episode 58 um, called Be a Better Lover, where you talked about sex techniques, right? And intimacy building techniques for uh, men and women. And I'm really excited to have you back to talk about a couple topics, your sex bucket list idea that you're going out with and uh, four kind of keys to seduction, which I think are really critical for people. Welcome back to the show. It's great to hear that I was in the top 10. Top I'm excited. 10, yeah. to, you know, I really like this kind, this time of year, to be honest, because it's not the first time I've been told that. I, they're, they're, the numbers are rolling in. And, you know, I I literally just texted the man who runs the company that books me on podcasts. And I said, Dalen, I love to be on podcasts. <laughs> and I love to be on podcasts because... It's an uncensored conversation about what I think is important to people in my domain, which is sexuality. And I don't get that freedom anywhere else. And I mean, with a host like you, Mark, I felt so comfortable to just really help the men the way that you help men that um, I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you. You made my day. <laughs> yeah, it's really popular. And I think it just, it speaks so much to people's need around this, yeah. you know, yes. um, and, and how much dysfunction is in the sexual realm yeah. and also how much potential. I mean, when I heard your story oh, last yeah. time, it was incredible how really unlocking your sex life sounds like it turned your entire marriage and in some ways your whole life around. My whole life. It turned yeah. my whole life around. And you know, what's interesting. I have continued to blossom by focusing on my sexuality and just recently, I started an OnlyFans account, and um, it's at my name, OnlyFans.com slash Susan Bratton, and I am 61 years old, and I am doing topless photo shoots, like sexy topless photo shoots, and people love it. It is insane, and I can post much more, um, like I, I've been teaching a lot of yoni massage, which is vagina or vulva massage, female genital massage techniques, and people are hungry for that information, and I can't post it on Instagram because you can't talk about things like that. And man, if I could get every, if I could get every person in the world giving and receiving yoni massages, um, I do believe the world would be a happier place. I think the yoni massage is like a Rosetta Stone to deep intimacy, more trust, um, more vulnerability, um, learning a person's body in a way that just making out or having intercourse or even going down on a woman, it, it doesn't have, there's something about hands on genitals. And I like both directions. So one of the other things that I've been spending time doing is teaching women how to do hands on male genital pleasuring because men don't get enough of that. We don't get enough genital touch.
touch and appreciation. I mean, most women don't even really look at their vulvas. And when you can get a woman to actually allow you to lay her down and she butterflies her legs open and you have full view and access to all the parts and you begin to touch and stroke and pleasure her and she relaxes she understands that you think she's beautiful that her vulva smells good and looks pretty to you and feels pretty to you it is one of those things that I mean, I've had women say, the first time in my life a man didn't just touch the tip of my clitoris or poke his penis inside me was when he tried a yoni massage following your directions. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, it was it was like a healing moment for me. And I think a lot of us are, we need sexual healing. We've been shamed. We feel bad about our genitals. We, you know, we feel guilty for our desire. I can't tell you how many young guys write to me and say, I'm so horny. It's making me crazy. Yeah. How do I get it to stop? And I'm like, dude, enjoy it while it lasts because it wanes over time. I know it's difficult. You'll have to masturbate, but, um, just, marshal that energy into doing good in the world and masturbate when you have to, you know, like <laughs> we just need each other to heal ourselves from the wounds of society around our sexuality. Yeah. I, I want to dive into that a little bit. I know we'll go to the sex bucket list in a moment. Oh yeah. This horniness thing, it's really yeah. interesting to me because some of my clients are saying the same thing. Yeah. And they're talking about how horniness is, like an obstacle to be getting rid of, yeah. right? Yes. And I think it leads a lot of them to having premature ejaculation because they're trying to orgasm as fast as possible. Yeah. Rather than, I think we were talking about it being right. an energy to be enjoyed and explored. Yes. So yeah, what would you say? Can you dive into that a little bit of that kind of, um, I don't know if it's dysmorphia or, or something, right? Around hoardiness being a problem, right? You know, Rather than being an, an arousal and attraction. There's a lot of misinformation out there that make men feel upset. Um, you know, I am an expert in penis enlargement using vacuum erection devices. Right. And um, so I actually get dick pics all the time. And one of the other reasons I started OnlyFans is that I didn't want them all coming into my Instagram. So guys will contact me through Instagram and I'll say, please send me the pics over at OnlyFans because I don't want to get my account shut down. But I'm happy to look at your penis. They don't want to go to a urologist about fear about their foreskin or a weird bump or my penis is turning left and it's getting worse and or am I too small? Will a woman want me or I'm too. Some guys are like, I'm afraid I'm too big. Will women want me? I mean, there's you name it. And it's all over the map of what guys fears are around their genitals. And then it's layered that into I can't get hard. I can't stay hard. I can get hard, but I can't stay hard. I, I, uh, I, I'm not firm anymore. Um, so I can get an erection, but it's bendy. Um, I have premature ejaculation. I can't even get, I can't even enter a woman or I come too fast. Um, I can't get to climax. I have delayed ejaculation. That's a big one, especially for older men, especially people who have any kind of inflammation from diabetes or insulin resistance, because inflammation wrecks the nerves. 
plus all the vascular issues when guys are using an, a, a, an antibacterial mouthwash or taking proton pump inhibitors or acid blockers. They're not making their own nitric oxide. They can't get enough blood flow to their genitals. You know, so there's just like, a, there's just, man, so I've got a mole. I've got a ward. I've got these pearly penile papules. I've got whatever. I mean, the list is unbelievable about the concerns that men have just around their penis, their libido, and their erectile function. And they don't always want to go to a doctor. You know, that's a classic with men. They don't want to go to a doctor. And so I'm really lucky. My friend, Dr. Judson Brandeis, who is a board certified surgical urologist with his own practice here in California, he and then the Dr. Joel Kaplan company who makes the Whopper penis pump between the two of them. I have this really good bench of experts who can help me with anything that comes up with guys, even if it is, hey, you got to go to a urologist about this. This isn't something you can fix on your own. But horniness is 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 in that, you know, pantheon of issues that guys are worried about. And one of the things that I have to say is that it's really a joy for me to get a picture from a guy and say to them, your penis looks fantastic. You have nothing to, and 95% of the time, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. 5% of the time, I'm telling them how to fix a problem that they have. But 95% of the time, I'm like, dude, you are fine. Now, if you want to, if you want to go from five inches to six inches or six inches to seven inches, if you want to get more girth, if you want to make the head bigger because it's a little small compared to the thickness of the shaft, if you want to, kind of try to correct that bend with some gains wave treatments, a penis pump, an attraction device, and a P-shot. Here's what you do. You can probably fix that bend so it doesn't get worse. That's Peyronie's. Go get it taken care of. You know, all these kinds of things. Um, but most of the time, guys look great. They've got great dicks, and they don't think they do. And I think it's because of porn. There's so... I'll, I'll tell you something. I really feel more and more and more like porn is just predating men it's 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 a predatory for money you know media business media businesses mostly are they're they're getting very um predatory in in many ways and i think that hurts guys a lot too and they just need somebody to tell them you look great your dick looks beautiful. It's perfect. Foreskins are lovely. Not having a foreskin is fine. You know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I think guys, we don't talk about sex no. and sexuality at all, right? And everything we learn is from porn, yes. right? Or from overhearing locker room talk or whatever yes. it is. Like we don't really get real information. Yeah. You know, and I think this dovetails nicely into the sex bucket list, right? Because I would yes. imagine a lot of men, our sex bucket list comes from porn. Yes, Exactly. Right, we see I can't on the video tell and it's you. like, I want to do that. Right. Especially young guys now, yeah. guys in their 20s who write to me, hey, would you do anal with me? I'm like, uh, dude, I'm a 61 year old woman. And, you know, like, <laughs> I, your first question to me is, would I do anal with you? Like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, try and be a nice young man first. You know? <laughs> then we'll talk. But first, you know, <laughs> treat me like a human, right? Exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, just this like fixation on a lot of the a lot of the edge cases of pornography and guys going to more and more hardcore porn and thinking that all women want DP and gangbangs and things like that. It's like, oh, geez, what you know. And that, the other thing too that I want to say, Mark, is that my brand of teaching passionate lovemaking techniques is it's this. I always say it's 
heart-connected, passionate lovemaking. One of the biggest things I help guys do is connect their heart to their cock. They don't, they're disconnected entities. They're not feeling love when they're, they're not making love. And that is ultimately, I believe, deep down inside what everyone wants, not just women. People want to be loved, feel loved, feel deeply intimate, open to their vulnerability together, experience ecstatic states of bliss, do a great job satisfying a woman, feel really satisfied by their sexuality, feel nurtured, uplifted, increased confidence, more power, more energy. That's what our sexuality can give to us when it's not performative. When it's not like, I saw this thing in porn and I guess that's what I should do. I guess that's what women want. And I feel bad for the guys that can't separate. This is what I used to masturbate with from this is how I'm going to make love to a woman and connect my heart and soul to her. And a lot of people, I'd say about 20% of people also really struggle. And this is something that I know, Mark, that you run into in your practice, in your psychotherapy practice, helping men one-on-one, in groups, in workshops, all the things that you do so well. Um, and that is that there are there's a certain number of people who cannot get over betrayal or heartbreak. Yeah. And they won't risk again. And they go through their whole life from a fear and lack and unwillingness to forgive and forget. And I think the unwillingness comes from generational trauma, epigenetic trauma, and literally genetic predispositions to being unable to, to remembering trauma so easily. So you know how you can have two friends and one of them, you, you could go out with two friends and one of them will remember everything that happened. And the other one will be like, yeah, we had a super good time. I remember it was awesome. And, and the other one could be like, remember when you said this and you said that? I think that's genetic predispositions for certain ways of being. And I think there's a certain group of people who just really need support from people like you, professional support to live a whole life because it holds them back their whole life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when trauma happens and it's not integrated, right? It's not talked about, it's not processed. And the longer it goes, it kind of becomes this big house of cards monolith thing in the distance of like, oh my God, this breakup was the worst breakup ever, right? Like it ripped me apart. I put an icy wall around my heart. I'm never going to let a woman in. And if you can intervene earlier, you know, I'm all about like male community. If you can have other male friends that can talk to you in the moment, that can help mitigate it. But I think for the people you're talking about, if they don't have that community, if they're a little isolated, they build up these stories so that they are truly horrendous. Yes. And I think they really do shut down people. Um, not I to love, mention, this is a whole other conversation. It's like misogyny, right? Like I think a lot of men yeah. mistrust women, have yes. hatred of women, have a misunderstanding of women. And I think that really gets in the way and doubles down on that betrayal. It's heartbreaking. Right? They become so isolated. Yeah. I, I really appreciate men's groups and men's circles. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband's been in many. Um, the gentleman I work with in my publishing company, Jim Benson, he'd be great on your show if you haven't had him on. Jim Benson created a program called Multi-Orgasmic Lover for Men. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to learn more about it, I think the best place to go is to a website called Stallion Secret, S-T-A-L-L-I-O-N Secret, S-E-C-R-E-T dot com. Um, and what Jim basically does is he teaches men how to 
last as long as they want, have ejaculatory choice. And so they can come when they want to and not a minute before or when she's begging them to. Mm-hmm. And um, and I also think that's really nice. Men need to know that they are wanted. There's a lot of like ejaculatory shame. There's a lot of fear of semen. Ooh, it's going to give you STIs. Ooh, it's going to get you pregnant. Not understanding how how symbiotic we are and how beneficial semen is for the female body. It has 20 different things in it that are good for us. Luteinizing hormone to regulate our periods, serotonin as a mood lifter, zinc for cognitive function, testosterone, which makes us hornier and gives us balls in our to go out in our own world and fight our own dragons. I mean, it's so great. And, and one of the things that Jim really does is he helps guys get over. He does a lot in the program. He does a lot of audios and videos on releasing shame, embracing the love for yourself, because for you to be a good lover, you, you could come in with all the technique in the world. And we're going to talk about techniques you could potentially learn w- alone, solo, or with a partner this year, because it's it's kind of new year, new sex life. Um, but women can tell when you're just doing them, when you're just trying to push their buttons and spin their dials and make them come so you can feel good that you're a good lover. And what women want, the number one thing that women want is emotional good grooving. Good grooming is actually the number one thing they want. <laughs> Clean fingernails. Not we don't we do not like it when your toes look like they came off a of Shrek feet. Yeah. We want tr- groomed, haircut, nose hair's gone, ear hair's gone, shaved nicely, smooth face, or whatever. Some women like beards, but m- manscaped. Um, and then number two, we want emotional connection. We want you to be present and emotionally vulnerable and committed to us and real and in the moment and playing off of what's ever going on with us. And um, when a guy is up in his head trying to do us, we can tell he's not with us. And then he gets performance anxiety and he starts to catastrophize and then he comes too fast. And and so much of male sex is penetration focused rather than like, I want to get rid of the word foreplay. I just want to eradicate that idea from the minds of people. It's like the way we think about making love is we have foreplay and then we have sex and sex means intercourse. And actually all of it, the touching, the words of adoration, the full body strokes, the kissing, which is going to activate her clitoris, the breast chest play, not just breast play, bellies, thighs, ass, you know, foot rubs, um, fun ideas, toys, um, oral, everything is sex to a woman. And we like all of it. And if we had more of it all, we'd have better orgasms from intercourse because we'd have more time to get engorged and get our own clitoral erections. A guy's takes a minute or two, a woman's takes 10, 20, 30 minutes for us to get the same erectile tissue engorged. And so when men understand that they're not going to penetrate us until we're begging them for it and we're really ready for it, and then they're present with us and they've connected their cock and their heart together. Wow. Now that's the guy, that's the guy that I want to have sex with right there. That's the lover for me. That's the big Mm -hmm. connection. Um, So we're going to move to our first commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about new year, new sex life and how to achieve that, you know, really spiritual connection. I think it's really what you're talking about, right? That soul connection between, you know, partners. 
Um, Great. So if you're listening, you want to hear more about that, hang on through the commercials and we'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. In Mark's work with high performers and business owners, it is becoming increasingly clear to him that their biggest obstacle to success is themselves. They are experts in their field, but are dragged down by their anxiety, poor time management, inability to focus, or self-sabotage. His role is to help you overcome these emotional and organizational issues so that you can truly excel in your business and your personal life. One of the most common hurdles that he sees is perfectionism, a crippling anxiety around performance. It's a fear of not being good enough, being publicly embarrassed, or of disappointing others. These fears paralyze brilliant people and bring them to their knees. This course will help you to break free from this mental prison and have more agency in your world. In this online course, we will break down the prison of perfectionism so that you can break out of it. For more information and to sign up, visit mark-azulay.teachable.com. That's mark, M-A-R-C-Azulay, A-Z-O-U-L-A-Y, dot teachable.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to From the Ashes with Mark Azoulay. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to podcast at mark-azoulay.com. Now, back to From the Ashes. Welcome back. I'm sitting here with Susan Braddon, and we're talking about sex. And we're talking about kind of looking back and seeing how I think men particularly have been shut down sexually, how we get a lot of mixed and just slightly wrong messages from porn, right? About how we have all kinds of premature ejaculation issues, how we can really get up in our head. But in this episode, we're going to look forward, right? And we're going to look at what the next year would look like, uh, look like in creating a new sex life in the new year. So Susan, take it away. What would a sex bucket list look like? <laughs> yeah. So Mark, 
one of the things that I, we talked about how men like to learn techniques. Mm -hmm. And I started out publishing passionate lovemaking techniques. This was 20, 20 years ago. I started doing this. This is my second career. And um, then I realized I can't get people where they want to go without bedroom communication skills. So I started working on bedroom communication skills because women are afraid to tell guys anything in the bedroom because men get their egos hurt. They contract, they collapse emotionally. The, the whole feeling is ruined and um, they're miserable. And so women just keep their mouth shut and take what they can get. And I wanted to break that cycle by creating a way that guys could understand that feedback is not failure, that feedback is actually what's going to empower you to become her most incredible lover. And if you're not the kind of guy who can really take that in, then you're basically just short sheeting yourself in the bedroom. So um, I created a technique called the Sexual Soulmate Pact that comes from one of my top, I've written 44 books now. One of the, my top selling books is called Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials to Connected Sex. And I think the Sexual Soulmate Pact being one of those six essentials is probably the fundamental and most important thing there is. And you can download that for free also at sexualsoulmatepact.com, like an agreement, and learn how to take feedback. Because I can give you a sex life bucket list. I can tell you and give you a bunch of ideas of things to learn. But until your partner can say anything to you and you're just like, okay, babe, thank you. Yeah, super good. Have adjusted, you know, or whatever you need. Yeah, great. Um, and you love that. You're not going to get very far. So fundamental is you've got to be able to have a woman or a partner tell you anything. And you're fine with it because you just love to know. Then, uh, then I realized that what people actually want more than just techniques and communication skills are experiences. What are some fun things we can do together to escape the monotony of monogamy, to get to know each other when we're starting to date, to increment our personal sexual experience when we're in, when we're solo, when we're flying solo, so that we're not sexless without a partner. We are incrementing our sexual skills because my fundamental belief is that Personal growth and sexual growth are two sides of the same coin, and we get better as lovers over time. I mean, I'm having at 61 the best sex of my life, hands down, by far, unbelievable, super comfortable, confident, orgasmic. I mean, we just do so many fun things. And so I thought, well, God, I have all these fun ideas. I'll put them together in this sex life bucket list. And I'm going to go through some of them with you, but it's like anything. If you don't have some goals, if you're not thinking ahead about where you're going, you don't get anywhere. And so a sex life bucket list is you taking charge of your own sex life and shepherding your experiences and cultivating and crafting the life you want to live in your sexual in the sexual part of your life. And um, the very first thing is that when you go to sexlifebucketlist.com, you're going to get a link that you click in your email that will download a PDF. I don't collect your data. This is totally private for you. You actually download a PDF and you can print it out. If you're in a relationship, you can print two copies. And then when you get to the website, I recorded a video where I walk you through what each one of the 
48 different experiences is because there are going to be some that you've never even heard of. You didn't even know this was a thing, probably half of them. And so I explain them because the the idea is that you have A's, B's, and C's. The A's are, oh, this is definitely going on my bucket list. I have been thinking about this my whole life and I'm going to get this done. B's, or I never heard of it before, but oh my God, it totally turns me on just thinking about it. B's are, it wouldn't go on my list, but if I have a partner and they wanted to do it, I would totally do it with them. Sure, I'm, I'm up for it. It's just not on my list. And then the C's are, it's not for me right now. Never say never, because what you used to think was like weird and freaky now is the stuff of your masturbation fantasies. So as you mature and gain more experience and have more confidence and have more uh, opportunities, what you want changes. So ABC and the personalized sex life plan really gives you a minute to assess where you are in your own sexual happiness because what I'm hoping is that there will be some people who are like, okay, my before I was a six, now I'm an eight because I did these things. And my partner was a five, but now she's a nine because she loved all of this variety and novelty and all the erotic adventures that I took her on. So some of the types of things are I'm going to give you some categories of sex life bucket list stuff. And there's 48, so I can't go over all of them. You can get it at sexlifebucketlist.com. But one of the number one things that I think is really important to explore is your orgasmic potential. And men and women, people of XX or XY chromosome, penis owners or vulva owners, we have, we all have the ability to have 20 kinds of orgasms. There's three categories of orgasms. There's orgasms in places and locations you touch. There's orgasms that are essentially techniques, like a really good example is erotic hypnosis. When you actually can do, when you can make a woman come on command, it's fucking hot. That's wild. Um, yeah, never heard of that one. And it's fantastic for long yeah. distance relationships because you can do phone sex where you can make mm -hmm. her come. I mean, that's just hot. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one as an example of a, a technique. Another technique is male multiple orgasm. Another technique is female ejaculation. It's certainly a location to touch, but it's much more than that. Another one is having an expanded orgasm or orgasmic meditation practice together with your partner. I've had one with my husband for 17 years. I think it's one of the cornerstones, one of the foundation stones of the hot sex that I have. So there are techniques. And then there are objects of desire. Whether that's, you know, fetish wear or high heels and lingerie or it's sex toys or it's, you know, candle, soy candle wax that doesn't burn you dripped on you or electro stim. I mean, there's crazy things that people are into. Um, that's another category. And so looking at the different types of orgasm, literally just focusing on expanding your orgasmic palate. I want guys to become multi-orgasmic men. I want them to have prostate orgasms, P-spot blended orgasms. I mean, there's very simple orgasmic skills guys can learn to become more orgasmic. And one of the things you have to think about is that you know how tuning forks, if you have two tuning forks in your hand and you hit a, one tuning fork against a hard surface, surface and it go, it starts to go bing, the, and you hold the other tuning fork up, 
that tuning fork will start to vibrate with the same frequency. So when you as a man are get out of your head and you stop trying to make her come and you start coming without ejaculating and she sees how much she's participating in your orgasmic ecstasy, she's just going to come better herself. So this is another another kind of male, you go first, you're the leader, show me you're the orgasmic leader, let me see how you come for me. When a guy comes for me really well, when I can give him incredible orgasms, oh my God, I love that even more than my own. Like we girls are no different. We want to have a lot of effect on you men. And so when you become really good orgasmers, ooh, that's hot, daddy. So female and male orgasms, giving and receiving orgasmic ecstasy, using sex toys, low hanging fruit, man. I can't tell you how Women are way ahead of men in this. Women are pretty facile with using sex toys for orgasm. Men are just starting to get there. They're using masturbation sleeves, prostate massagers, things like that. Um, And vibrating cock rings are really, really, really fun and partnered sex. And a lot of guys are like, well, isn't my penis good enough? It's like, well, dude, you know, like I don't brush my teeth with a friggin' stick anymore. I use a toothbrush and an electric oral irrigator, you know, like I'm not going to not use sex toys. Welcome to the 21st century. Please get some toys. (laughs) Technology has advanced. (laughs) So that's a big part of it. And then there are, and you can hear my, my pages flipping here. There's um, all kinds of things, and I'll just I'll just kind of go through a few, so you can get an example of some of them. There's some um, giving yoni massages, getting lingam massages. Lingam's the penis, yoni is the vulva. Having a regular solo pleasuring practice. Uh, most guys don't have a problem with that, but women do. Um, petting and stroking, erotic kissing, ear and neck play, being held or holding your lover. I mean, I literally have a technique for holding a woman the way she's been dying to be held her entire life called the soulmate embrace, which is, of course, at soulmateembrace.com. It's a free download. I'll tell you, master, how you hold a woman. Oh, my God, she'll be yours forever. We need to be held and you need to hold us. It is a masculine feminine polarity of the most beautiful. Um, Some other ones would be. Of course, oral pleasuring. One of my programs, I have it right here. I'll hold it up for you so you can see it. I'll make sure I give this to you. It's called the Steamy Sex Ed Video Collection. And it's eight videos that I believe it or not, I still make it in DVD because there's a lot of people in rural America who don't really get good broadband and they have the DVD collections. And um, it teaches 40 different oral pleasuring skills for him and for her as examples of two of the CDs on there or the DVDs on there. So, I mean, there's a lot to know about going down on a girl and going down on a guy. Um, how to orgasm from intercourse, um, new sex positions. I mean, sex positions are also one of those low hanging fruit type of things where you just, um, I give you my seven best positions and it's at seven, the number seven positions.com. And just working your way through the new positions can be super fun. Um, sharing fantasies in ways that are very sexy, learning how to dirty talk, learning how to moan and make verbal, giving verbal feedback, 
dressing in sexy clothes or costumes or lingerie or latex, um, taking photos, taking video, erotic video of yourselves, playing with others, parallel play, two couples side by side, not mixing, but enjoying the eroticness of each other, poly, open relationships, swingers in the lifestyle, orgies, sex workshops, group sex. I mean, there's all that stuff, which is super fun. And more and more people now are doing that. Going to exotic dance clubs, learning how to do a floor show or a pole dance or a lap dance for your lover, um, kinky sex, ro rope bondage, shibari, um, dominating and dominate, being dominated, um, being, learning how to be switchy, um, exploring all kinds of, uh, gear and, um, trying things like, um, aphrodisiacs or peptides like PT-141, the bremelanotide, the aerospray, which is um, an interesting experience to be turned on from the inside out. It's quite experience, uh, quite an experience. Tantric sex, spiritual sex, orgasmic meditation, learning how to awaken a woman's G-spot, uh, helping her have female ejaculatory orgasms for the first time in her life, knowing what to do. I mean, it's just incredible the kinds of things that can be done. And I don't know about you, but as I was saying this, were you thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, that could that would go on my list. That would go on my list. What was what were you thinking about as I was oh, yeah. going through I was it? trying to categorize the A, B, and C, right? Of like, yes, 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 yes. You know, yep. feeling that. Um, I wonder, before we move into break here, right? Yeah. I, I get this list and it's a ton of stuff, right? Yeah. And it feels inspiring and overwhelming. Oh, but and you're going to get your A's. Yeah, right? Um, I, I say, I have to imagine that the guys I work with feel the same way, that we are conditioned to be very like work-focused, work-driven. It's hard to put sex sometimes at the end of the day and prioritize it. And I think it ends up degrading for a lot of people, right? So I guess like, like what would you say to somebody that, you know, needs to make the time and energy or maybe someone that's been on a calendar, yeah, someone's been married for a long time and the sexuality has kind of fizzled out. Like, how would you get this ball rolling? Schedule of sex. Yeah. Scheduled dates. And what I like to do is I like to say these aren't sex dates. These are erotic play dates mm -hmm. where you're going to learn things together. Couples that play together, stay together, especially in the bedroom. When you have this list and you're like, well, who knows how long it's going to take us to get through it, but that's not the, that's not what we're doing here. What we're doing here is we're learning new things together and we're beginning as beginners. We're getting the new relationship energy. It's super fun. It develops us together. That's the answer is it's not how fast to do it. It's just put it on the calendar. And then when you get there, okay, what, which one are we going to do today? I was thinking we could try activating your G spot if you're up for that, or you could, and you could practice maybe um, lingam massage on me. How does that sound? Well, actually I was really hoping I could get dressed up in lingerie and do a pole dance strip show for you. Okay. Okay. This is great. So we're going to move to our next commercial. When we come back, we're going to talk about some seduction techniques that you have of yeah. helping that open communication flow between partners so that they can really have the sex life that they want. Um, so hang on in there. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
In Mark's work with high performers and business owners, it is becoming increasingly clear to him that their biggest obstacle to success is themselves. They are experts in their field, but are dragged down by their anxiety, poor time management, inability to focus, or self-sabotage. His role is to help you overcome these emotional and organizational issues so that you can truly excel in your business and your personal life. One of the most common hurdles that he sees is perfectionism, a crippling anxiety around performance. It's a fear of not being good enough, being publicly embarrassed, or of disappointing others. These fears paralyze brilliant people and bring them to their knees. This course will help you to break free from this mental prison and have more agency in your world. In this online course, we will break down the prison of perfectionism so that you can break out of it. For more information and to sign up, visit mark-azulay.teachable.com. That's mark, M-A-R-C-Azulay, A-Z-O-U-L-A-Y.teachable.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel with a replay of the show Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to From the Ashes with Mark Azoulay. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to podcast at mark-azoulay.com. Now, back to From the Ashes. Okay, welcome back to the show. Um, so something, Susan, that you talked about, which I think is absolutely critical, is open communication, yeah. right? Because it's impossible to do any of the sex life bucket list thing if you can't even talk about it, right? And I work with a you know big part of young men, young adults, even guys in their 30s, that's why I hesitate there for a moment, that can't talk to women or really struggle talking to women. They struggle with dating. They struggle with putting their sexual need out there. They struggle with flirting, right? They struggle with seduction. And we talked before the show that you are working on developing some seduction techniques that can be helpful of these guys building confidence and taking, which I agree with you, the masculine role of initiating and of leading, yeah. right? Of kind of like opening the door. 
Yes. Yeah. Mark, I'm glad you said it that way. The masculine role of initiation, because um, you and I both have had a lot of guys talk to us and say, I'm sick of doing all the initiation. Why do I have to do all the work? And I say to them, I am so sorry this falls on your shoulders, but it is your job. Mm -hmm. Women are not socialized and nor do we have the hormonal profile that men do. And we can get really confident in bed. Some women are pretty sexually aggressive, but most aren't. And even when, you know, men are horny all the time when they're healthy. When you're healthy, you're horny. If you're not horny, you're not healthy. Let's just say you are healthy and you're horny all the time. An equally healthy woman is not horny all the time. She's on a 28-day cycle, even after menopause, where there are some times when she would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like it if he asked me to have sex. But she's not going to ask for sex. (laughs) She's just not going to. Or she's going to leave you, she's going to give you clues, make subtle gestures that you won't even see. Exactly. Won't he be able She'll to be like, I was like practically jumping up and down in yeah. front of him, begging for sex. And he's, he, he would be like, no, she wasn't. <laughs> I didn't see any of that. And she wasn't actually jumping up and down. She probably went, ah, or like, you know, it's like, <laughs> so you have to make consistent offers for sex and not take them as rejection because it's, and, and here's the thing. This is the best advice you're ever going to get in your whole life around sex as a guy. And that is that (laughs) you make too big of offers to her. She is not, she does not wake up with a boner. She does not masturbate every day to porn. She's not playing with her dick all the time. She doesn't have all this testosterone running through her body like you do. She's just not, and she doesn't get a hard on in two minutes. It takes her 20. So... She's just like way behind you. And you're like, hey, do you want you want to fuck? And she's like, no. So here's the trick. This is the answer to that problem. And it is called small offers. It's called running her a menu of small offers to get her to say yes to small things so that you can slowly escalate and stair-step her desire up to wanting to have sex with you. And then when she wants to have sex, you cannot penetrate her quickly. You must do the things I was talking about earlier, stroking her hair, telling her she's beautiful, kissing her, touching her body, playing with her breasts, giving her a yoni massage, going down on her before you penetrate her. That's sex to her, all of it. And she needs all of it, not just intercourse. You can't use her like a masturbatory sock. She will not keep having sex with you. If you are with a woman who isn't having sex with you, it's because you did those things and she doesn't want it anymore. It's no good for her. So you got to be like, all right, I'm going to start over. I have a program called Revive Her Drive where I teach men in relationships whose wives used to want them for sex and don't anymore how to rekindle their sex life, understanding the four the four things that get her going again. But... I, I really want to stick with what I'm talking about. That you can go to reviverdrive.com if you're in that relationship. And um, there's some free ebooks on that site that'll familiarize you with the process. But 
For seduction, I specifically want to talk about the four keys to seduction. This is the answer. This is how you seduce women. Now, this is not pickup. This is not attraction. This is you're with a woman. She's She knows you're interested. Maybe you're dating. Maybe you've been in a relationship for a long time. Maybe you're married. It's not how do you approach a woman. This is you have the woman now. You want more sex with her. She, It's not going as well as you'd hoped. That's what I'm really talking about here. It can be the first date. Okay? It can be the first date. And it should be. You should be doing this on the first date. You should be making offers to women. Make offers. This puts you in a position of power. And when you make right-size offers that she can say yes to, you get her on the yes train. And when she's on the yes train, then you make her bigger and bigger offers, offers for more sexier, more sexy things. So my husband never offers me sex. He offers me yoni massages. Would you like to have a yoni massage later? Would you like to have a date later? I'll do anything you want, but I'd love to give you a yoni massage first if you're open to it. And I always want one because I know that that's what gets me in the mood for sex because it takes my body, like all women, a while to get going. So here's the four keys to seduction. The first one is this notion of small offers. The second one is something called erotic vigilance. And that is paying attention to the mood that your woman is in so that the offers that you make are right-sized so that they are yeses. If you make her an offer and she says no, you went too big or you missed, you missed it. You must pay attention to what's going on with her and then make her the offers. And when she says yes, you know that your erotic vigilance is working well. You're getting in her world. You're putting your attention on her. And that's what she needs is your attention on her. That's what she wants. Then there is the notion of vulnerability. And this is the thing we were talking about earlier, Mark, which was that a lot of guys have shame for their desire. And you don't need to have any shame for your desire, especially if you're the kind of guy that understands how to give a woman a good warm up and make love to her and bring your heart. You don't have to feel any shame at all for wanting your woman. She wants to be wanted. She wants to be wanted. So being vulnerable is, God, I could, I would really love to be so close to you right now. I'm really in the mood to just completely lose my mind to get lost together with you. I'd love to lie down and hold you and give you some hugs and stroke your hair and tell you how much I love you. I just have this need to be close to you right now. There's no pressure. It doesn't need to lead, lead to sex. But of course, I'd love that because I love to be inside you. I love to be intimate with you. But I really just want you to be in my arms right now. Like, that's reasonable. That's vulnerable. That's you sharing your heart and your desire for her. And it's honest. She can trust a man like that. And then the last thing is vision. And this is where actually getting the skills that are on the sex life bucket list, where you know how to erotically escalate her. You know how to give her lots of different kinds of orgasms, breastgasms, kissinggasms, footgasms, coregasms, clitgasms, G-spotgasms, female ejaculation, penetration orgasms, analgasms, um, orga erotic hypnosisgasms, whatever it might be. Um, when you become very good at giving pleasure and you understand that she's way behind you with regard to her arousal level and you know how to move her up the arousal 
causal ladder securely and confidently. And she's willing to tell you anything she needs in the moment. Oh, that doesn't feel good on my pussy right now. We have to do something else or whatever it is. And you're like, hey, no problem, babe. What, 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 do, you, what do you think would be more fun? You want me to get a toy and you can stroke my cock? You know, like whatever. Um, these are the things that are the most important are you have to understand and learn her body and get her feedback. That's the vision to know that you have to take her up slowly by giving her small offers that you keep escalating by paying attention to where she is with your erotic vigilance and by being honest in your desire for her with your vulnerability. This is what will open her to your sexual possibilities together. And it works really well. And I, I have a lot more specifics about offers to make to women at moresexmoreoften.com. You can download the book that teaches you more about making these small offers and what are the offers and how do you do them so that you get those yeses. Cause it's hard to get into all of that in a, you know, in a, in a single thing. So there you go. That's the four keys to seduction. That's great. That's great. I mean, kind of what I talk with my guys about, which is this idea of attunement and presence, yeah. right? Of knowing where your partner is, yep. attuning to that perfect level that they're at and being present. Because I think you're right. And it's, it's so crazy. We have to say this on this podcast that women want to be desired, right? Yes. Or women want to feel attractive or women sure. want to feel sexy. Because um, I think a lot of guys, like, we just get, we get really tripped up with that. We don't know. know that. It's religious shame. Reason. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, there's a lot of like shutdown and there's a lot of shame around our own sexuality and around yeah. what we think a woman wants. So I'm really happy you're out there doing that good work. Um, Thank you. If you're listening to the podcast, um, definitely give it a, another listen. I'm going to put a lot of these links in the show notes uh, so you can learn and get a lot of this really great information. Susan does an amazing job of sending a lot of that out for free um, yeah. and having a lot of great downloads and really easy to follow videos and exercises um, Susan, where can other people find if they want to learn more about you? Or what are some of these resources you think you'd highlight for people? Well, we talked about quite a few. I hope yeah. you were writing them down, Mark. I, I wrote, I got a whole, I got a whole list. I've been Thank like, you, babe. Scribbling Thank you down. so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, any one of those that you download, you'll be opted into my newsletter. I send out sex tips five days a week, or you can get a weekly digest and get them once a week on a Sunday. Um, and uh, I'm on Instagram at Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N. It's also OnlyFans.com slash Susan Bratton. Um, and I hope you'll grab some of these free gifts because um, they really, I really love to give away as much as possible. Literally, people have been following me and been on my newsletter for a decade who've never purchased anything. And it's fine with me. I, I mean, enough people buy from me that I do very well. And I really just love to help everybody just like you, Mark. <laughs> It's great. So yeah, again, sign up, get some of these things. I think it's a great thing to add to your New Year's resolution is how can you move your sex life forward? Right? How can you connect more with the people that you love the most? Um, so Susan, thank you much for being on the show. So if you're nice a listener, you thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Another episode of From the Ashes. Thank you for joining host Mark Azoulay on From the Ashes. Be sure to tune in again live next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. 
meet triumph and defeat and treat those two imposters the same. Thanks again.